Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh-oh. And I got to tell you. Cue the battle music. Cue the battle music. Do we have the battle nope. music? I turn that up. It's dramatic. This there is you dramatic. Go. Which. Make sure it drowns out Clay's voice. And we've got a couple of <laughs> July 4th debates, but this one today. Which is better and more integral to the July 4th experience at a cookout, at a barbecue? Are you a hamburger guy or are you a hot dog guy? Some people are going to go both, and I understand that's a strong play. But if you only had to pick one for the rest of your life, would you go hamburger or would you go hot dog? I, 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 I got to tell you, this is one that when I thought of it, when I wrote it down on my notepad, I really kind of swung in both directions here. Sounds personal. Yeah, I know. I now, know. will will brats and things like that be that included all, in the hot that dog is category? All under, that is all under the hot dog very, category. Very yes. For, so good. everybody out there who's like, I like a, you know <laughs> a uh, a sauce, you know, like whatever it is. If it is if it is uh, phallic shaped and it goes in a bun, it counts as part of the hot dog family. And so, Kobe beef cheeseburger will, would also fall under the the hamburger category. Yeah, any turkey burger, like uh, veggie burger, if you hate, you know, if you're a, a vegan or whatever it is. Well, don't throw those that, in. Hamburgers will automatically lose. All of that is under the equation. And I'm going to, like, I, 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 I am open to persuasion as to which side of the, of the aisle I would be on here. I think ultimately I go, see, the, the other problem is 
you could sit and eat a, a series of hot dogs, right? I feel like the hot dog uniquely is not made to uh, to only be eaten one of them, right? Like you could eat a, several hot dogs. The reason why I'm going with hamburger here, and the reason why I'm a hamburger guy is, inevitably, every time I eat a hot dog, at some point before I'm done with the hot dog, I'm not interested in taking another bite. Does that make sense? I think I'm more excited to have the hot dog or the brat or whatever else inside the bun. But by the time I get to the end of the hot dog, I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of over this hot dog. There's never a point where I get to the last bite and I'm like, man, I just loved that hot dog so much I can't believe it's over. Whereas the hamburger, I don't ever remember in my entire life as I'm eating a hamburger thinking like three quarters of the way through, I'm kind of over it. In other words, I think you get more excited to get the hot dog than the payoff is actually worth. Is that just me? Where you get the hot dog or the brat or whatever it is and like you're at a game or you're at a cookout and you're like, man, I'm so excited to get this. You get your relish, you get your your uh, your ketchup, your mustard, whatever condiments you want to add on top of the hot dog. And then near the end, you're like, ah, this hot dog just is not as good. As I, as I remember when I got the first bite. I can't think of any other food that, for me, is more like that, where I'm more excited for the fi- first bite, less interested in the last bite. And it's not because I'm like a kid and I had too much to eat. So I am all in on the hamburger. I think if you get the hamburger and you craft it to perfection, I'm a big tomato guy, pickles guy. Uh, I'm only a mustard guy. I felt like we could get into mustard versus ketchup, and that's also on my list at some point. I don't want to. I don't want to destroy that argument here in advance. But I am team hamburger on the great July Fourth hamburger versus hot dog debate. And again, I don't want to hear from guy who only gets, you know, gets both of them. If you had to choose between the two, which way are you going, hamburger, hot dog guy? I'm on team hamburger. Danny G, what side you got? This is a tough battle because I was raised on Dodger dogs at Dodger Stadium. I've had the Dodger dog. Let me tell you this right now. Most overrated stadium food I have ever heard of in my life. Blasphemy. The Dodger. I was so excited. I was at the World Series last year. I got to go, which is (laughs) awesome. First time I'd ever been in Dodger Stadium. Phenomenal experience. All right. I'm going to write up all of that. It was fantastic. Well, Dodger dog. Well, I will. I will admit this. Okay, you could call it overrated. I don't think it is. It's it's wonderful. But what's even better? We've had a listener from Boston send us in dried ice Red Sox dogs, and those were beyond amazing. Fenway Franks. Yeah, that's the Fenway Franks. Oh, beyond amazing. All over the Dodger dog. The Dodger dog. I got to tell you, I was so disappointed in the in the quality of the Dodger dog. It's probably like In and Out. I think you were just expecting too much. Instead of going into the experience with no, you know, preconceived notions, because exactly. no, it's insanely oversold. So I have you had ham- the have you had the L.A. Street Dog Clay? Oh, wrapped in bacon. That's no. that's the one. Yeah, outside you know of the I, Coliseum. Yeah, I was just in New York what two weeks ago. I'm a big hot dog on the street guy in New York too. So this that's another so good you example. Like sitting on the toilet at two a.m. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Also, <laughs> uh, I, it is true that if you order anything off of a street vendor in New York, you're probably going to get sick. I remember I, I got nachos. I don't even know. I didn't even know they had nachos on the side of the street in New York City when I was at the remember the Super Bowl in uh, when they had it in New York. Like uh, I don't know what was that like uh, five years ago or so, four years ago. 
and uh, and I ordered nachos on a street vendor, and I, I like I, I was I was sick to my stomach for two days. I mean, it was a bad decision. But that's a great example of something that seems like a good idea when you're doing it. Oh, that hot dog from that street vendor. Yeah, I'll do that. That seems like a good play. Another reason why for the hamburger. I don't remember having. Okay, let me take it back. I have had bad hamburgers. You know, remember at, like uh, at school lunch. Oh yeah, and they I, tasted I like they were made out of yeah. soy. How did they make hamburgers that were so bad back in the day at school lunch? I don't even know if they still yeah. have hamburgers at school lunch now. They were almost like the, they were almost like gas station hamburgers. It was the worst hamburger you have ever seen that they used to make at school back in the day. Uh, you'd go through the line, you'd be like, "Awesome, we got hamburgers!" And I don't even like I didn't believe it was possible to make bad hamburgers, but they were so bad and they looked so awful in that anyway. That's a bad hamburger, so I take it back. Right. I have had a bad hamburger, so, but I am on Team Hamburger. I, I usually disagree with you. On this one, I'm also going to have to go hamburger, and here's the reason why. There is nothing like a good backyard barbecued hamburger. Uh, it, just something about that taste. That's why a lot of people like Five Guys, that chain, because those hamburgers kind of have that barbecue that backyard smoky, taste. kind of charcoal. Yes, yes. Like it's a, it's a, it's yeah. a July 4th, you're out in the backyard. Set the um, slice of cheese on it, and it just naturally melts. Yeah, it's onto fantastic. The, oh, Any type of cheese. I, th- I think there is more you can do with the hamburger than there is with the hot dog. So we got I two agree. hamburgers. Yep. Uh, is anybody going to be on Team Hot Dog? Let's see. Let's go. No, my, I'm, my I'm, hand is in the air. Yeah, let's go to okay. Eddie and then Eddie, Roberto. Eddie's the only one. I'm, I'm Team Hot Dog. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy a good burger, but I think the uniqueness of a hot dog uh, it makes it a little more special. I mean, you can have burgers all the time, and, you know, if you're looking for a quick meal, it's not unusual to go to the, you know, burger place. But, I mean, there are hot dog places, but I don't really ever go to those places. So when I think hot dogs or brats or those things, it's either tailgating or Fourth of July is the only time. We usually enjoy those. So because of the uniqueness of it, uh, I'm going Team Hot Dog. You know, I got to say, I do. So Sonic has hot dogs. And every time my kids love Sonic. And I love Sonic because I think they have the single best like side item right now, which is tater tots. I don't know why everybody doesn't have tater tots. I don't want to go all... Uh, Napoleon Dynamite oh, yeah. on you guys here. The sodium in those things is amazing. The tater tots at Sonic are phenomenal. Like, I could just sit there. I don't know how you stop eating tater tots. <laughs> I, I think I like them more than McDonald's French fries uh, as the as the single best, like, attribute to, uh, to your main meal. But I will get the hot dog there. They have a Chicago dog there, which is covered in, like, relish and pickles and everything else. And I'll choose that over the hamburger. So, and, and I, I don't want to sound like a communist here, but I actually like the turkey burger more than I do the hamburger. Ugh. Is that a, is that a communist move by yeah. me? Yeah. So, Roberto, you're also in on Team Hamburger? Uh, team Hamburger, man. Team Hamburger all the way. There's just more stuff that you can put on the hamburger. and then As the, far as lettuce, pickles, pickles yeah. onions. And it's, it's great. It's better than hot dog. I'll take a hamburger any day. Is it infinitely hotter? If a girl gets a hot dog, then if she gets a hamburger, which do you pick? Poll question is up. Thousands of you already voting during that commercial break. I won't tell you the results till I start taking the calls. Let's go to Chris in L.A., who is all over this debate. What you got for me? 
I'm telling you, Clay. Uh, by the way, I love the show. Uh, <clears throat> a hundred percent beef, bacon wrapped hot dog with chili and cheese on it. So you're using a fork and knife to oh, eat it on yeah. a plate. That's pretty good, man. It's a, it's a solid argument for the hot dog. Like if you if you fill it with all these different options. Thanks for the call. Uh, Tyler reaches out on Twitter and says, "Didn't consider the last bite of a hot dog argument, but what you said is the perfect analysis. Last bite of a hot dog is always like, oh dang, there's still some left. I think that's that's my argument for why I have to go with a hamburger. That's the best part. If you ever think like, for instance, if you are eating a dessert." Do you and you love that dessert? Do you ever think, "Oh man, there's another bite. I have to eat it." No, you're always like, "Man, I wish I could have more of this." For instance, I've said before, my favorite dessert, two favorite desserts. I'm a big cobbler guy. Love all the cobblers. Give me the peach. Give me the give me the apple. Uh, give me your apple pie slash cobbler. Give me the uh, cherry. Give me the uh, blackberry. The best cobbler is blackberry cobbler. If you never had blackberry cobbler, it's a revelation. My other favorite dessert, like in that category, is pecan pie. I'll eat it all the time. Never at any point in time when I'm eating a favorite dessert have I ever thought, oh man, there's only one bite. Oh man, there's still a bite left. As in, I have to eat it and I've already sated my desire for this food. That's why I'm going hamburger. Let's go, uh, let's see, Sean also in L.A., Weighing in. What you got for me, Sean? Hey, what's happening, Clay? Uh, I'm going with the dogs, man, because when you're cooking the hamburgers on the grill, they kind of lose their flavor in the juice as much as you would in a skillet. But when you're cooking, ha- when you're cooking hot dogs, sausages, and hot links, they kind of keep their juices in with the grill. So I'm going with the dogs, man. Interesting. Yeah. I, all, uh, let me ask you this. Do you think that I'm a communist because I like turkey burgers more than hamburgers? Well, I mean, turkey burgers, I cook, I cook those sometimes. They, they kind of they don't take that long to cook. Yeah. More than they beef, because when you put the beef on the grill, the beef kind of breaks up a little bit. But when you put the turkey burger on the grill, they, they kind of stay together and they stay intact. They kind, they kind of keep their flavor with it, too. So the turkey burger is not bad at all. But the beef burger, they kind of dry up and break up a little bit as you're cooking them. That's not a bad argument. So I got into the turkey burger. I don't know if it's a craze. Like, remember back in college or when you're young in your 20s, everybody, I'm assuming everybody still has these. But everybody had the Foreman Grill. And I had two college roommates who were Indian, uh, and they, they didn't eat beef, right? They didn't eat, uh, and so they got onto the turkey burger kick. And I got to be honest with you, I think the turkey burger might be superior superior to the uh, the regular mm, beef burger. You're way off on this. Now way I'm a off. steak guy, but I think a turkey burger is better. All right, who should I go to uh, next? Uh, let's go to let's go to Jose in Fremont. Jose in Fremont, what you got for me? What's up, fellas? Hey, hang in there with me. Most underrated dog has got to be the Costco dog slash Polish. That thing is good. Now, check this out. There's something. You know, let, me, dog, let, me pause, let me pause you there for a sec. I think Costco is one of the great underrated places to eat in all of America. Because I'll tell you this. First of all, Costco, I love. I get excited to get in my car to drive to Costco. Like, that's like an act. When you get to be an old married dude like me, going to Costco on like a Wednesday night is about as exciting as your life gets. And when you finish the Costco shopping and you come there and they got the food, there are so many amazing options there. The pizza at Costco is cheap and it's phenomenal. You don't hear those combinations very often. I also love the hot dog, the hamburger there, everything that Costco produces. 
I am in love with. So, by the way, that's a that's a maybe the most. Uh, you guys with me here? Most underrated place to eat, maybe in America, well, Costco. I think all of our P1 listeners know that a lot of us here at Fox Sports Radio love Costco food. We talk about it often, oh, especially I, out of the L.A. studios. I am in love with it. And, and by the way, it's also amazing. I feel like it's 1986 all over again when I've got all three of my kids and my wife and I walk up to the counter and I order us all food and all drink and they're like, that'll be $8.45, <laughs> right? I'm just yeah. like, my God, I, I can give them a $10 bill, basically, and pay for my entire family of five to have just eaten. As yeah. if we and you already had stuff. appetizers by eating the samples. Oh, as you're walking around. Yeah. That's totally true. I think it's the b- best store in America. Clay, real quick. Uh-oh, look who's making a guest appearance. This is Coop. Yeah. Now, I, I was wrapping up stuff for the Ben Maller show. Yes. Did I hear you correctly? You said that a turkey burger is better than a beef I, burger? I, I think that a turkey – I know it's controversial. Hang up but on him. Hang I, up on him. I, I oftentimes <laughs> – I oftentimes will be in a restaurant, and I will be looking, and I'll be like, okay, there's a hamburger, and they also have the turkey burger. I am more likely to go with the turkey burger that than I am. blasphemy. Now – D-BAP, Clay. D-BAP. <laughs> I actually think the turkey burger oftentimes is more flavorful. Oh jeez! Oh, no. I've, I've thrown your... into it. We got We got This is like okay. a. Uh... Are you ordering your beef burgers well done? Is that no. the problem? Uh, no, I don't order. Like I, I don't order my. I order my steaks medium rare, but I don't really specify on the hamburger what way I want it to be cooked because it's ground beef, and I'm a little bit nervous. Like I just trust them to cook a hamburger without screwing it up. <laughs> Controversy. Controversy uh, brewing. Might you know, have a mutiny brewing. Might city, have a mutiny coming here. A city that is known for their barbecue, Kansas City. We have Jeff in Kansas City. Jeff, where's the best place to get barbecue in Kansas City? Uh, it depends what you want. <laughs> you want burn ins or you know ribs? It you know everybody has their everybody has their favorites, but we got the big ones like the Gates, the Arthur Bryan. Yeah, but you got to go to the mom and pops. Those are the best. Yeah, that's all. That's where the debate will go till time in here in Kansas City but uh, for starters yes you're a communist for saying turkey burgers are better and uh, when it comes to hot dogs and hamburgers I'm hot dog every day of the week and twice on Sunday except on 4th of July I'm all about the hot dog just because the hot dog eating contest because I, I cut out there for a second because of what contest the eating contest oh yeah, the, the, hot, uh, the Coney yeah. Island yeah, yeah. The hot dog eat, yeah yeah, no that that's a that's a strong argument. The Coney eating hot the, the hot dog eating contest. I have no idea how those people eat what they do. We need to have a discussion on what the most amazing eating feat has ever been because you look at some of that stuff. Uh, thanks for the call. You look at some of that stuff and you're like, I don't know how it's possible that they ingest what they do and they don't die. I I have refereed a live on the air hot dog eating contest before to get qualified for like the 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 regionals for the hot dog eating competition. You haven't lived until you've done local sports talk radio, live on the air, radio, radio hot dog eating contest. I, like, I don't know how I, if I'll, Al Michaels could make a hot dog eating contest on the radio sound incredible, but I've done it like multiple years. That's how you get, that's how you get your, uh, your, your, uh, your bona fides here in this business. All right, who we got next? Let's see. We have another Kansas City caller, Mike in Kansas City. Mike in Kansas City. What's up? Hey, Mike, you there? Uh, oh, there he is. Mike, 
Sounds like he's having some uh, cell phone was, issues. What percentage of people are incapable of speaking when we go to them? 20%? Yeah, it's like 17% lately. 17%. All right, who we got? What's next? <laughs> Let's see. How about uh, Matt? Let's go to Matt. Uh, where's Matt? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I didn't put his uh, city. We'll find out right now. All right, Matt, where are you? Clay, how you doing? I'm doing excellent. Where are you calling us from? Orlando. All right. What you got? Well, first of all, I have to say this. You know, there, there, there's a bit of a problem because you may, you may go to a barbecue and they may cook the hot dogs as an afterthought and they may not be great and that can turn you off to hot dogs. But I'm going to go with hot dogs if it's Nathan hot dogs. And that first caller that, about the bacon-wrapped hot dog, man, that, he hit it out of the park with that. So I'm going to go with hot dogs. There's actually a lot of hot dog support out there. I'm going to give you the update on Twitter right now. And, uh, by the way, if you want to continue to weigh in, uh, we'll take your calls. In hour two, we're going to go to Alex Marvez. We'll talk about the latest NFL controversy. Hour three, here's a question for you guys. Hour three, we will talk to Petros Papadakis. Do you think Petros likes hamburgers or hot dogs, or do you think he hates them both because they're too popular? Because my uh, wife was like, my wife uh, this weekend, she said, I listen to Petros when he comes on your show. Yeah. And she said, does he like anything? And I was, you know, I'm going to ask Petros that. He's probably like, going to say lettuce wrap. Yeah, or, or something. Something fugazi have, like that, Mr. Yoga. Yeah, there's no doubt. By the way, thousands of you have weighed in hamburgers are dunking all over hot dogs right now. 77% of people coming down on the side of hamburger on Twitter right now. Uh, Again, you can vote in the poll question if you want to seek me out on Twitter. Go look at the results yourself. At Clay Travis is my Twitter handle. Does that surprise you guys 77 to 23? I mean, that's a big margin. I guess kind of maybe it's not that surprising because – there is no what is the what is the national hot dog chain? There's never been a successful national hot dog chain that I'm aware of, right? Can you think of one where it's been? Yeah, um, Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, I don't even know what that thing is. <laughs> really? It's just hot dogs. Uh, well, they're based off of hot dogs. That's how they started their business. Are they in like a fast food restaurant? Yeah. I mean, like a like yeah, a, it's food a chain. Court? Yeah. Like they have and they standalone. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with that place at all. And the fact that I'm not familiar with it at all. I'm, everybody knows McDonald's, Wendy's, lots of different places out there that have made over the last several generations hot dogs and hamburgers not that close of a contest. Joining us now, Petros Papadakis. He is from AM570 Sports LA. Dude, you cannot get it right. <laughs> AM570 LA Sports. Oh, it's close. You're home uh, of the Dodgers. The home of the Dodgers. Yeah, um, close isn't good do enough. Do you think the Dodger dog is overrated? Am I unfair for saying that? Have you ever had a Dodger dog? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was overrated. At Dodger Stadium? Yes. Was it grilled or was it the boiled one? I didn't specify. Well, you got to go back and figure out the difference. Now, I just want to address one thing really quickly with you before we move on. Earlier in the week or last week, I believe you called me Quasimodo. Well, we got to bring this up. We got to bring this up. I said that you called yourself Quasimodo. No, no, no. It's okay. I mean, it's fine. No, no. I I looked it up because I wanted to be a little bit more accurate and be like, hey, Clay, I'm nothing like Quasimodo. I looked up Victor Hugo's character and from, of course, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. 
and though I'm not the uh, bastard child of a gypsy, uh, I am pretty beat up, and I did have a giant mole, just like Quasimodo, <laughs> over my left eye, which I just recently had removed. Oh, so you did have cosmetic surgery. Uh, well, not cosmetic, but the mole was getting pretty big. It started to look like a ding-dong that was pressed on the side of my head. So, yeah, well, I, did, I did remove it. I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking about the difficulty of being placed next to incredibly good-looking people on television. Well, and I said I was you, there for you. Well, no, I was going to say, you, were, you probably remember this. At one point in time on Fox, they put you and me on together, which we were on television a lot together. That wasn't a surprise. But they also had Brady Quinn, Matt Leinart, and Joel Klatt with us. So you had three of the dreamiest, I think it's fair to say, dreamiest quarterbacks that have played and certainly that are on television. I mean, it doesn't matter who you root for. If you've seen Joel Klatt, Brady Quinn, and Matt Leinart on television, you've thought, those are good-looking men, right? And then they just threw you and me in there, too. And I felt like, you know, we were just like the, the, the person who didn't belong in the Miss America contest. Well, the truth is, I was quite comfortable because I have been voted the ugliest person in the room, uh, I think it was three years in a row at USC. So, <laughs> you know, I'm used to being USC ugly. is filled with a lot of beautiful people, I guess, too. This city is, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm almost to the point, and I believe there's a French word for it, but I'm so ugly that I come out the other side as sexy, almost yeah. in like a Gerard Depardieu type of way. Or when something's so bad, you know, it comes out as good. It's like how the ugliest dog actually kind of seemed a little bit cute. Correct, yeah. So the, it, my point is, in looking up Quasimodo to combat the comparison that's been made before, uh, I found myself a lot more similar to Quasimodo <laughs> than I was comfortable of. Very reclusive. Uh, anyway. So I looked that up, and I'm sorry that I did. Uh, let's you, move on. I'm sorry that I brought it up. I no, would not I'm glad call my mole removal said, cosmetic surgery, though. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I was talking over the weekend again about getting a nipple job, and I got to tell you, if you're getting moles removed, I don't understand how you can judge me for getting my nipples done. Because of cancer. But maybe, well, how do you know that I don't have nipple cancer? Well, I don't, and I didn't uh, know that I, I, might I die. had mole would, imagine, or not. Imagine or, how bad you would feel. Cancer. Imagine how bad you would feel if I died of breast cancer because I didn't get my nipples redone. I'd feel pretty, pretty You'd bad. Feel, imagine, imagine that. Imagine that if, like, in three years, suddenly they're like, well, you know, you're not going to believe this. Those but, weren't nipples. But, they were tumors. Yeah. They, yeah. Clay Travis, if he had just gotten his nipples checked out, he would have lived to be 85. But Listen. Petros Papadakis ridiculed him on air for considering it, and now he's dead. You would feel pretty bad about that. I want to apologize to you for telling you what to do with your own chest. Yeah. It's your business. But that being said, when you're on TV or your OutKick broadcast or any of the other things that you do, uh, nobody sees your nipples. Uh, nobody even sees them through your shirt because they're not sharp. But here's the deal. I'm so, on the beach or I'm at the pool. I think somebody might take a covert photo of me and share it on social media. Then live media. with it. Do you know the singer Sia? I do not. Uh yeah, you do, but she's the one that wears the big uh, the big wig over her face. I, I, you know, I'm getting old. Like I can't keep up with all. Like I was watching one of these award shows the other day, 
And I was like, I don't have any idea who these people are anymore. Like, All it right, seems well, to me ya. that people have become so – like, used to be you were became famous and you stayed famous for a really long time in music. It seems now like there are a lot of people who show up. They have, like, some song on SoundCloud that's popular. There, I know there's always been one-hit wonders, but it seems like there's more one-hit wonders now than there used to be. Well, that's a, a fair assessment, maybe, but it not with Sia. She's quite a popular international singer. Would anyway, I know any of her songs? Do we that. have? Hold on. Do we have any of theirs? The, the crew in L.A. Do we have one of her songs that the most popular song is? But and if we do, you can play it after he finishes his story here, because I'm curious if I know who she is. Well, anyway, it's not that big of a story, but this is a story where you can ha- the way you can handle your nipple problem. Somebody got a picture of her giant behind. Oh yeah which was lovely, and they tried to blackmail her, saying, you better pay us for this picture, or we're going to put out this giant behind picture. And instead, she just tweeted out the picture and said, here's my ass, everybody. I think that's what you should do with your nipples. Just get over it. Take a picture of them right now in your palatial estate and just tweet it out. And and they're let already the people out there. decide. You're a public person. You're... You're oh, played wide for everybody. Kids yeah. are on Twitter. Everything's out there. Your beach house. Get your nipples out there. Let them fly. Don't live in fear. I'm on the beach a lot. I can be on the beach next week. Just take off. Take the shirt off now. What do we got here? Here's the Sia. Oh yeah, this song is insanely popular. I didn't know who sang this. Is it? I thought this was Rihanna. She's no Taylor Swift, you know. Uh, yeah, well, that's a great song. I just assumed that because of the accent that that was Rihanna. Where is this woman from? Sia, I think originally from Australia. Oh, okay. All right, I didn't know. I didn't know where she was from. No, but that, yeah, I know who that is. That's a great song. All right, so uh, <laughs> we were asking. Validation. Yeah, well, it's important that I share my opinion on music. Uh, yeah, it's important. Let me, let me run my Wagner by you on the way to work. Yes, uh, we asked the question. July 4th. First of all, will you work on July 4th? I don't believe – I never have, but this is kind of a tricky year. Uh, I think I get it's the Wednesday? day off. Is it tricky because it's Wednesday, you're saying? Because that's yeah, what we talked about. Uh, but but I, I get the day off. Yeah, so what will you do on July 4th? Will you go to a cookout at any point? Well, because uh, my kind of hometown of San Pedro, California, becomes almost like a Vietnam apocalypse now style war zone on some streets with full-on mortars and stuff like that, uh, I go to my sister's house in San Pedro and just watch people try to blow themselves up. With fireworks. Are you yeah, a fireworks a guy? Nice party and the kids are safe in a yard, and that's, that's When's the last do. time you bought fireworks? Well, full disclosure, uh, kind of like showing your nipples, uh, my family owns a building in Downey that sells fireworks. Oh, that's Downey amazing. I don't even of think few, of... Uh, California Metropolis is where you can buy fireworks? Correct. Yeah. And uh, also the home of Warren High School, named after the Supreme Court Justice. Oh, really? Good old, old Warren. Like yeah, no, that's good. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, but they sell fireworks, so we have fireworks for days. Nothing uh, crazy like the mortars in San Pedro, but, but pretty legit fireworks, yeah. Would you agree with me that Southern Rednecks, I know you're not an expert, but there is no people that love fireworks more than Southern Rednecks. It's hard to say because the Italians love fireworks. Oh, really? Yeah, but not on July 4th. They do it on uh, St. Peter's birthday, which is kind of a similar time of year. Yeah. And well, uh, the Chinese 
Oh, the Chinese. Oh, that's a great point. The Chinese do proficient. love fireworks too. Deeply proficient. Well, the rednecks. Well, the are, rednecks. I mean, come on. Everybody knows rednecks love explosions. It's a hundred percent true. And for my youth, like there, where I live in Nashville, they don't allow you to sell fireworks. But the moment that you leave the city borders, there are fireworks stands. I'm not even kidding about this. Like you will drive across the like creek that represents the border for the for the city and there are fireworks stands everywhere yeah right? that's like the just, same here yeah everybody drives to downey or some other town that has uh fireworks and then they take them back in fact when you enter the city i live in there is a giant year-round sign that says no fireworks did you guys have to deal with the uh, with the concerns of like you know like desert like conditions right like the fact that there's a drought you could start fires everything else in the south you really don't start fires you just blow each other up um, it's almost like Jason Pierre Paul like who is from I think Haiti but comes into the United States and goes to South Florida and decides that he's going to set off his own fireworks and blows up his hand. Yeah, now but, he has a Muppet hand. Muppet hand, yeah, it's an unfortunate thing. But uh, the, thing, the reason I'm bringing up July 4th is we had a poll question up in hour one. Are you a hamburger or a hot dog guy? Well, I if will answer this because I yeah. saw your poll question and I was prepped. But also, uh, I do want to mention that there's another great American patriot uh, with a mangled hand from an accident, and his name is Johnny Tremaine. Oh, I, that's a great book. So you just remember that. Johnny Tremaine. Hey, remember, do you remember how he got his hand mangled? I believe it was a uh, some kind of a steel-working ac- accident. I'm, like a, yeah, like I a, think it was pewter. Yeah, pewter, like a smith. Yeah. If you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, Johnny anyway, Tremaine. I forgot about him, yeah. Yeah, old Tremaine. He, he could have played D-end like Pierre Paul. Would have been tough to get to see, keep him from getting to the quarterback. There's no doubt. I think his t- his thumb was stuck. Well, the, the Redcoats couldn't man, couldn't stop him, right? Yeah, I never thought about how he shot a gun because his fingers are all stuck together. How well, did he, he get the it? one thumb, I think. Anyway. Oh, the thumb he shot with. Yeah, okay. Uh, Johnny Tremaine, great patriot. I I have to say your question is way too open ended because like I might have a hot dog if I see some sauerkraut or some mustard that I like, or the condiments, you know, they play a big part into it. If the dude is making uh, burger patties and he talks about all the stuff he put in them and how special these patties are, you know, I might have a proclivity to move toward a burger. Uh, You know, you can't just say hamburger or hot dog and just throw your hands up like we live in a generic world that, that you're actually eating an emoji. You're not. There's a quality of food. And I want to know what the quality of the hot dog and the quality of the hamburger and the condiments and the bread involved before I have to make the decision. What about my suggestion that the turkey burger sometimes is better than the hamburger? Well, being a person with insanely high cholesterol and a lot of uh, aging white people first world problems, let me just say that a lot of the time, even if I don't prefer a turkey burger... Just to be healthy. I have to go to the turkey burger for my own digestive purposes and uh, because they are tasty. When I say to you mall food court, what's Mm. the first place in the mall food court that comes to your mind? Orange Julius. Oh, Orange Julius. They they're no longer exist, but I Yeah, but uh, I remember them back in the day. What about yeah. now? My well, argument you know me, is I'm a I'm a bit of a, a stickler for the past. But uh everybody loves the uh well here we have hot dog on a stick. 
People so have been tweeting. I don't even know what that salt, is. Yes. It has a hot dog on a stick. And there's nothing better than the hot dog on a stick. Which is just a corn dog? Just a corn dog, you <laughs> fool. Look it up. The hot dog on a stick is not just a corn dog. It's the most epic corn dog that's ever been made. Way better than any fair or any stupid thing you people have in the South. <laughs> and they also have some of the most epic lemonade a person could ever put their lips to. I will tell you this. So I said that they're, first of all, you as a nostalgic person should love the food court because I had my kids in the food court yesterday. And if you just close your eyes and open them back up, the food court in 2018, in a time when everything is changing so rapidly, is almost the exact same as the food court in 1986, right? Yeah. Like there, there is no di- like there's a skylight. Uh, there are a bunch of the tables, you know, that like you can drag the chairs around on. There's never like a, typically like the the booth style seating. Trays uh, strewn about. Trays. Uh, yes. Everybody. Sound yes. of a fountain. Yes. American commerce. Echoing because you're inside a mall without carpet? Yes. Mm. So I have said that there are two places that to me immediately come to mind in the food. Whoa, Jesus. Two things that immediately come to mind in the food court. That wasn't so, me, by the way. Was that L.A. or was that me? We dropped you a couple of different times on this show, so maybe I'm, maybe we're just talking nobody else is listening. Uh, the Sbarro pizza That's place. gone. No, still, I just I ate it yesterday in, in, here in Nashville. You should never go to Sbarro. My three-year-old was in love with it. And the cookie place. There is always a cookie place in a food court. Well, yeah, of course there is. And Not so, to mention the, the, the generic Chinese place. Yeah, the, generic the, Chinese the place potato, we talked about. The baked potato place. <laughs> potato place. There used to be a potato place. It's like place. going to a bowling alley. You know, it's just like it's going like uh, back in time to a simpler time. Trays everywhere. I just, I miss it. You're right, Clay. I, I miss the food court, though I hate public places and don't like going to the mall. Although yes. we do have a mall here that used to be the biggest mall in the world, but now that is in Minnesota, right? Mall of America. Yeah, that's where they did the Super Bowl this year. Right. Uh, the mall here is the Delamo Mall. It's got a very famous food court. Some of your listeners may recognize it from Jackie Brown, the oh, Quentin Tarantino yeah. movie. yeah, yeah. And uh, that's got an epic food court, and it used to be the biggest mall in the world. And because Torrance, where Delamo Mall is, has one of the biggest Japanese populations in the world uh, outside of Japan, they have the coolest little Japanese stores where you can buy, like, those weird wooden sandals and stuff. Yeah. Fabulous. And Hello Kitty stuff. Isn't like Hello Kitty basically the Mickey Mouse of Japan? Right. I love Hello Kitty. I'm thinking of getting a Hello Kitty tattoo. Yeah, that'd be a strong move if you're going to be a pedophile. Um, what are you was... talking about? What's wrong with you? I've always loved Hello Kitty. That doesn't make me a pedophile. <laughs> I think it does. Like, I if I had to choose unbelievable... which, which yeah, guy is more likely to be a like pedophile. Broad generalizations and the reaches. grown man with the Hello Kitty tattoo or the grown man without the Hello Kitty tattoo, I'm going Hello Kitty tattoo guy every time. Way too obvious. And that is an unbelievable jump. I can't believe you're a person of, of, of reason. Uh, last <laughs> last uh, question for you. How could you say you. that? <laughs> I'm probably going to get sued by Hello Kitty now. The LeBron it's James sweepstakes. And you know what? I'm sitting downstairs in my house, and I'm looking at a bunch of Hello Kitty paraphernalia staring right back at me, <laughs> and your accusation is pretty upsetting. Uh, we uh, LeBron James sweepstakes. Uh, last question for you. Jesus. I know you're not talking about it enough, probably. Where are you on the LeBron James is coming to L.A. sweepstakes right now? Last week you were thinking it was going to happen. 
Where where are you? I'm not this week? thinking anything. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking if it happened, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Because if LeBron wants to come to L.A., he takes over, right? He just they start doing what he says, just like Cleveland. So it doesn't really matter what they do in the in the interim. Uh, although the Lakers seem to be going about this the same way that they've gone about everything, which is uh, leaning on the past, talking about sixteen banners, sending tweets with dots. And overall tone deafness, you know, having uh, meetings about leaking and tampering where suddenly something leaks yesterday. I mean, they just, they look, they look like buffoons, like the buffoons of yesteryear. It's like the ones that were run by Jim uh, Buss. If so, it happens on July 4th right. that LeBron, like a couple of years ago, we found out that Kevin Durant was going to the Golden State Warriors on July 4th. Do you go in? Do you give up the day off to go in to do your show because it's such a big story? Have you thought about that? No. (laughs) (laughs) But if my boss says you got to go in, then I'll go in. Outstanding stuff as always. Uh, Petros Papadakis, we will talk to you next week. I might go in and talk about Hello Kitty. I I might forget about LeBron. Yeah, and if that happens, guess what? Top of the pedophile list. Hey, you know what? That that's wrong. Uh, Petros, You're the guy that sits there and barks about Taylor Swift, and I'm a pedophile. She's an incredible artist. Uh, we will talk to Petros Papadakis next week. No uh, Shea or whatever the girl's name was that we played the uh, the song from, though. Uh, Sia. Eddie Garcia. Sia? Yeah, Sia. You sound ignorant. See, I'm sorry. Sia. Sia, Petros. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, 
how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 